Welcome to a Business Growth Mindset Podcast. I'm Christian Lavolsi, and I'm incredibly grateful to be here today and share this episode with you. My purpose is to change the world one person at a time so that I can help them become the very best version of themselves. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you 33, that's right, 33 things that you can do when you have downtime in your business. This episode is packed with valuable tips to help you grow and flourish, and I know that you will love it. To all the business owners and entrepreneurs, the crazy ones, the believers, the doers, the clever makers, the action takers, and everybody else in between, this podcast was designed for you. If this is your very first time visiting uh, my channel or listening to my content, make sure that you uh, subscribe by clicking the subscribe button and also change your notifications alert so you don't miss future episodes. Stick around and listen up because what I'm going to share with you today has the power to change your mindset and that of those around you. Are you ready for a value bomb podcast? Well, this is it. I've put together a list of 33 things that you should be doing when you have downtime in your business. If you do these things, you will be crushing it, and in no time, you will feel more fulfilled and driven than ever before. You'll be empowered and excited. This is your time to shine. Downtime is your opportunity to get ahead and stay ahead, so let's start. Number one, don't passively procrastinate. In my latest ebook titled, Why Getting Shit Done Matters, I talk about procrastination. When you are looking at the barriers to running your business effectively and efficiently, procrastination, or at least passive procrastination, is the root of all evil. Essentially, passive procrastination is putting off doing the things that need to be done. In business, these there are two different points at which procrastination can become a real problem. When your business is doing really well and when your business is struggling. When you are achieving all your goals, it is easy to take your foot off the gas and just let things cruise along. Equally, when you are not achieving your goals, things can quickly feel overwhelming. If you don't know what action to take to fix uh, things up, this can lead to paralysis. Number two, be proactive and not reactive. Time is our most valuable resource. During a downturn, maximize the time and turn the downtime into an opportunity. Accomplish the tasks and projects that will enhance your company's resilience. This is your time to shine or your time to make a positive contribution to your business's future. Don't waste it. And in the words of Zig Ziglar, a negative thinker sees difficulty in every opportunity. A positive thinker sees opportunity in every difficulty. So number three, rest and restore. Turn things off and recharge. There is nothing wrong with taking a break. If you have a family, hang out with them. It will repay you in love and happiness, and these are things that truly matter. And I'm serious, take five days off. No hustle, no grind, just peace and quiet. Okay, maybe not peace and quiet for me with my kids, but lots of laughter for sure, and cuddles. Number four, catch up on your reading. Now, 
the time, the now's the time to finally finish that book or start reading something you have always wanted to read. Now, I highly recommend an introduction to a business growth mindset or any of my eBooks, which are short and to the point. In terms of um, other books that I recommend, uh, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, Built to Last by Jim Collins, Grit by Angela Duckworth, uh, The Tipping Point and also Outliners by Malcolm Gladwell, Tools of the Titans by Tim Ferriss, uh, Jab Jab Right Hook by Gary Vaynerchuk, and How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Now, there are many more, and I must admit, I've not read all of these, but I do own them, and I have read chapters from each and that relate to what I'm doing and what I'm interested in right now. Number five, uh, learn something new. Now, there are so many online courses available. Find something that serves you or interests you and dive deeply in it. Knowledge is power, and the more knowledge you acquire, um, the more perspective that you develop. In LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn Learning has lots of great online training courses, and Google is your friend uh, on this one. If you want to learn about it, then Google it, because Google will find something for you. <laughs> I focus on learning the things that serve me in my business, like psychology, growth mindset, and all things people. If you are stuck, learn how to learn. That's right. Take the time to learn how to learn. There are some amazing courses out there to teach you this. So stop the podcast and Google learn how to learn. Then make sure that you come back and listen to the rest of this podcast. Number six, clean up your business and get clutter free. From dirty desks to cluttered desktops, Everybody is guilty of neglecting to keep their business clutter-free. Take this opportunity to empty out your desk and um, get those files in order. Get better systems uh, to organize your physical and digital documents and data. Scan those documents and receipts um, that have been floating around and back it up on your external hard drive. Number seven, categorize your inbox. I bet that you have um, lots of important documents, tasks, and to-do lists that are lost and have fallen through the cracks. Now, this is your time to categorize your inbox and set up your task manager. Google has a great task tool that lives in your inbox. Alternatively, Apple reminders are great too, and they sync with your Apple calendar. Now, this means that now you can work seamlessly from any device uh, if you have iCloud. Eight, clean out your inbox. Figure out what system you want to use. I use folders uh, to move all my emails that I've already dealt with out of my inbox and into categories, making it easy to find them later. Um, set a timer for 20 minutes and do nothing but organize your emails in that time. Delete, file, flag, categorize. After the time is up, Move on before you become miserable and repeat every day until you're done. Number nine, uh, check in with former clients. When was the last time that you contacted clients uh, that you are no longer working with? Provide excellent, excellent customer service by checking in with those who have purchased your products and services in the past. We conduct this exercise uh, with most of my existing coaching and advisory clients and the results were outstanding. 
out of everyone that participated, they all saw an increase in revenue and referrals. People forget about you because they lead busy lives. Reminding them, uh, remind them that you exist also reminds them of what they're missing out on. Number 10, get ahead of your schedule. You're, you've got downtime in your business, but you're still rushing around in the last minute to get things done. Why? Anticipate deliverables that are coming down the pipeline and get ahead of your schedule. Think on paper and remember that 90% planning for 10% execution is the key to being on time every time. Number 11, create a calendar. The reason why you're always behind is that you haven't planned ahead. Take time or take this time to complete how you want to schedule your day, week and month. Take me, for example, I host a podcast, I'm writing three books, I advise and coach 28 companies, I have an amazing family, and I am a mega socialite who loves wine, whiskey, and cigars with my friends. So I batch my diary so that I have allocated time for all my to-dos. Now, more on batching in another episode because it is absolutely life-changing. Number 12, review your financials. Are your expenses all tracked? Um, How are your age payables and receivables looking? Uh, Are your employee entitlements up to date? So many business owners are falling behind on their statutory obligations. Don't be the next headline in the newspaper. Get your finances in order and figure out a system. If you don't have one, get organized. Zero and myob are totally mainstream. So no matter how little or how big you are, um, you need to have good financial data for decision making. I have a weekly meeting with my bookkeeper where we go over the transaction journals and ensure everything is in its place. And I have a monthly meeting with my accountant where we review uh, our management accounts and plan for the following 90 days. Number 13 is create forecasts of cash flows. Many of you rely on monthly P&L forecasts, and this is not enough. If time has been your excuse, then use the downturn to get this right. I promise you that uh, preparing weekly cash flow forecasts uh, that are updated daily will provide you with the visibility and flexibility to take a considerate approach to managing your cash flow. What scares me uh, the most out of everything is that there are many business owners and particularly sole traders sailing very close to the cliff's edge. And most struggle to uh, most struggle understanding their profit and loss, let alone their balance sheet. Now, I review my cash flow weekly. I review my clients' cash flows weekly too. Yes, that's right, weekly. I teach them the exact same principles that I follow. And why? Because having this instrument in your toolbox keeps you aware and in control. You are fluid, and there are limited surprises. It allows you to be flexible. And I find it empowers me to make better decisions. Number 14, review your game plan. If you don't have one, this is your time to create one. Now is the time to employ a strategy of doing today what will help us tomorrow. You want to set yourself up for success by doing the things that you often run out of time to do. This is your opportunity to create and revise your game plan. Are your products and services 
in demand. It's, is there a market need and fit? This is your time to review your offering and make the changes your customer wants. Number 15, get into a creative space. Now, do whatever works for you. Now, for example, go for a walk on the beach or hike the woods, work on a puzzle, do yoga or meditate, drink tea or stare at the sky. Whatever activities put you in a relaxed and creative space, just do it. Don't expect to get there by staring at your laptop and put down that phone. For me, I'm a big kid. Uh, so I love to play video games. <laughs> I am super competitive and I really uh, enjoy a good challenge. So I play uh, Formula One or FIFA. It allows my brain to switch off, which moves me away from my daily routine. But to truly unwind and focus, I meditate each day and focus on the things that matter the most to me during this time, like my family. Now, number 16, update your headshot. Is your professional headshot four to five years old, are you still celebrating a milestone? Does it reflect your role? Your headshot forms part of your personal brand and it should speak to your audience. They will certainly make a judgment when they see it, so make sure that it represents your brand. Now we are halfway. 17, write scripted email templates. Many people spend a lot of time drafting emails over and over again. Are there certain types of emails you regularly send? Do you find yourself writing them over and over? Use your downtime to write out some of these emails and turn them into scripts and save them as templates that you can choose from quickly when sending off responses to people who email you seeking specific information. I've saved 15 minutes per day using this tip and my clients love it. It's a form of automation, and I know, and I now have about 12 different scripts, which even my assistant can use if I'm not available. Number 18, design new promotional materials. Use the extra headspace to get creative and design new promotional material. Depending on your business and the products and services that you have, get brainstorming. It can be a lot of fun, and you often uncover some really cool ideas that you can explore with your team. Number 19, revise your social media strategy. Social media is here to stay and it's constantly changing. Thanks to Mark Zuckerberg and other founders looking to capitalize on their business models. Uh, so let's let's be honest with ourselves. It's, it's hard to stay up to date with an ever-changing algorithm. And for the past year, you've been uh, just posting shit on social media channels uh, your post at random times, and you lack consistency. And it's likely that there are a few brand guidelines not being followed. Now, you don't know what content is performing best because there's been little in the form of metrics and it's not getting you any results, or at least you can't measure it. So it is so. Take this downtime in your business to create your social media strategy that is right, right? and make it work for you. Establish content pillars and make it fun and engaging. Now, a business page with nothing on it tells me as a suspect and prospect that your business is closed. This is not good for business. Number 20, do a website audit. Pull apart your website page by page, reviewing the content, the images, and the layout. 
Is it SEO optimized? Is the information on it accurate? Either update as you go or keep a list of changes that need to be made for your team to make those changes. Your website is a critical resource for your business. Remember Yellow Pages? People spent $10,000 plus a year on a listing. Yet today, um, people invest very little into their website and maintenance once it's built. If you want to be found, you need to invest in good content creation, SEO, and website functionality. Number 21, review your website analytics. If you've been ignoring the analytics for your website, now is the time to get on top of it. Set up Google Analytics and get get it installed on your site and learn who's visiting you. What is your bounce rate? How many page views do you have per month? And how can you improve? Start to use uh, the downtime as your opportunity to learn more about your assets and then turn them into resources that can get you results. Number 22, update Google My Business listing. This is a powerful tool Google uses to rank you and make you visible to suspects and prospects. Like your website and social media platforms, um, well, like your website and social media platforms, it's the correct, it's, is the information correct and does it reflect what you actually do? Do your photos need to be updated? Share one piece of content weekly on Google My Business, and I promise you, you'll be found more often. Number 23, brainstorm creative ways that you can change up your marketing. Now, think on paper. That's right. Use pen and paper for this one, not a screen. You can also use a whiteboard and marker too, or sticky pads work awesome. After your brainstorming session, set your ideas aside for at least a day. Add to them when you think of more ideas. Then categorize and prioritize. Pick the three that will create the most value to your customer and provide you with the most revenue. Number 24, take those three creative marketing ideas and act on them. This is where you take the three ideas and you begin to write them down, uh, uh, well, you write down the detail anyway, and sketch out what you envision. During this process, make sure to describe the purpose, outcome, and method to put it all into action. Set a schedule of when you will launch them and make sure that you allocate resources and make someone accountable. Number 25, join communities in your niche. The easiest place to do this is on social media. There are many groups for you to explore and build relationships as well as share your products and services. Facebook and LinkedIn are ideal platforms for this. Don't sell. Instead, make a plan on getting to know five people a week and connect with them outside of the group. Number 26, research networking groups that you can join. There are lots of options, including the Chamber of Commerce, the BNIs, Rotary, Meetup.com, and Masterminds. Add dates of their upcoming meetings to your calendar so that you can try one out. This is a great way to expose yourself and your firm to new people in small group formats. Number 27, network in person. When was the last time that you attended a workshop conference, trade show, speaking engagement, or any other in-person event. Peer-to-peer networking is critical to building your brand. 
and getting to know uh, what is happening around you. So find events where you can network with your peers, colleagues, uh, vendors, and potential clients. Number 28, define your systems. When you have no systems, your process gets lost. Systems and processes create accountability. Use the downtime to review uh, the following areas that will help you systematize your business for growth. Establish an organizational chart that factors in all the people in your company and make sure the right people are in the right seats. Review your position description. These need to articulate all the duties and responsibilities for that role. Key performance indicators, use them. Develop how-tos and establish structured weekly meetings. And finally, implement 90-day sprints. Systematizing your process will allow you and your team to achieve the same results over and over again. Number 29, review and establish key performance indicators. Things that get measured, get done. So many businesses lack KPIs. Use this time to develop some for you, your team, and your business. Now, KPIs provide objective evidence of progress towards achieving the desired results. They measure what is intended and helps make informed decisions. They offer a comparison to gauge performance over time. Number 30, get client feedback. Do you really know what your customers and clients think of your products as well as your free content? Do you know what they want to see more of from you? Do you know what they want to see less of? Now, take a reading of your audience by collecting real feedback, either individually or through a group survey. Number 31, document those testimonials. People have been sending you uh, kind words over email, in-person, social media. Are you collecting these and documenting them for future use on your website? Make sure that you ask their permission uh, before using them as a testimonial on your website. Contact Palliant Design and have them take your uh, static uh, testimonials and turn them into amazing videos that build credibility and get you clients. Number 32, use software to automate and organize. For a small business, repetition is critical. Therefore, look for things in your business that you do more than once as this provides an opportunity for automation. The benefits of automation can be illustrated in seven uh, areas. Quality and consistency, time saving, uh, metric uh, visibility and accountability, operational efficiency, governance and reliability, reduced turnaround times and reduced cost. Simple and immediate areas in your business that can benefit from automation include production, services, billing, and collections. And number 33, diversify. Review your resources and reallocate. Deploy your resources to innovate and drive change. You need to work at speed, but you need to slow your mind so that you can actually make decisions. 
I look or look at product mix and uncover the opportunities to deploy differently, cut out revenue streams that no longer work and create new ones. Use your advisor to help you review this with a fresh set of eyes. The value advice at this time cannot be undervalued. You must seek out new opportunities and new markets. Don't seek back and do nothing. Don't hold your head in your hands with despair. If you're going to fail, fail with dignity and knowing that you have given it every single chance to succeed. I have really loved hanging out with you today and sharing my tips to help you grow and flourish. I hope that you're able to take these tips and that I've shared with you today and you can put them into practice in your daily lives and in your businesses and firms. Now, Purpose has become a cornerstone in my teaching and coaching of business owners. Knowing the causes of failure and the habits and principles that help you succeed will allow you to go forward with courage. Building courage is a key instrument in accelerating my clients' growth and deepening their impact both professionally and personally. I want this for you, and this is why I share my knowledge and experience in my podcasts each week. Now, next week, we have our very first guest on the show, Mr. Jeff J. Hunter from Savage Marketer, all the way from San Francisco, and he will share with us how to build virtual teams for scale. I'm so excited because I know that you will get massive action. If you love today's podcast and are enjoying the series, please, please take a minute to rate it and provide a review. This helps others know that the content I'm sharing is valuable, but also inspires me to share more content with you. Please take care during this time, be kind and be courageous, and until next week, live with purpose. Are you ready to start taking action on your business? Would you like to spend more time with your family? Then call 1-300-643-229 and start building momentum right now. I know you're busy. In fact, you are so busy that you don't have time to work on your business or yourself. Often tossing and turning at night, worrying about the how-tos and the cash flow. How on earth can you possibly get off the hamster wheel so that you can take a helicopter view to see where you'll be in 90 days, one year, or three years from now. In this program, I will take you from sleepless nights to blissful sleep. You'll have more time with your family and you will have the clarity and direction so you can grow and flourish. Call 1-300-643-229 now and start building momentum.